Welcome to Hope is Here, bringing hope to those struggling with life's difficult situations. Welcome to Hope is Here. My name is Greg Horn, and we're talking this week about God, please give me some grace today. Do you need some grace today? Uh, I know that as the old saying goes, we're either in a storm, coming out of a storm, or about ready to enter a storm. And either uh, we're just leaving a, a season of where we've had grace extended us. Uh, maybe uh, we're just, uh, you know, saying, God, I need some grace. Or we're about ready to have a season. We're going to need some grace. And I'm so thankful that because of Jesus, that God extends it so, so freely. Second uh, Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9 says, But God has said to me, My grace is sufficient for you. My loving kindness and my mercy are more than enough, and they're always available regardless of the situation. For my power is being perfected, and it's completed and shows itself most effectively in your weakness. Therefore, I will all the more gladly boast in my weaknesses so that the power of Jesus Christ may completely enfold me and may dwell in me. At 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9 from the Amplified, Amplified Bible, uh, just so many powerful nuggets there about grace that Paul is writing in that letter to the church in Corinth. And uh, just remember in verse 8 that Paul said, you know, three times I pleaded for God to remove this thorn in my flesh. And we don't know what that thorn specifically was, but obviously it was something that was really bothering him. And he asked, not once, not twice, but three times. But eventually God gave him this response. And, you know, that's a great thing. You know, you can ask God a question, and he will answer it. Second Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9. But Paul said God's response was, my grace is sufficient for you. My power is being perfected in your weakness. And then I love the last part that Paul says, you know what, therefore I will more gladly boast in my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may be shown. And, you know, that's one of the things that God's had to humble me a lot because I struggle with pride. Embarrassed to say that as a person uh, that's the executive director of Hope is Here Ministries and been involved in ministry uh, over 20 years now, both full-time and bivocationally. Okay, the guy pastors the church. But you know what, I do. I struggle with pride, and uh, you know the middle letter of pride, right? It's the letter I, and uh, we start looking through that lens about how does it affect me, you know, or W I I F with what's in it for me, and you know, there's always a fine line. Don't get me wrong; it's not that we need to be doormats for people. At the same time, um, you know, Jesus said, "Hey, I did not come to be served, but to serve," and I just started watching. Uh, that series, uh, I think it's been out three or four years now, uh, called The Chosen, uh, based on the 12 guys that Jesus chose to do ministry and do life with him for three years. And I've had so many people uh, recommend that to me over the past couple of years, and uh, especially a friend of mine, Michael Rogers, uh, who just loves it. He's watched it numerous times, and uh, we were in Israel together on that trip to St. Greg. Man, this just brings everything to life that I've read in the Bible and watched on The Chosen. And so I was under the weather recently and uh, needed to stay inside and take medicine and get healing and get some much-needed rest. 
And so I decided to start doing that and watched uh, both seasons of that over the next two days. And I think there's only eight programs in each and vary from 30 to 45, 50 minutes. But I just I couldn't stop because it was just so powerful. It was bringing the Bible to life. And they did such a good job, especially after being fortunate to go to Israel last September. And, you know, friends, I just want to encourage you to maybe check that out instead of watching junk on TV. And um, my goodness, I think about all the law and order, order, law and order reruns that I've watched and all the basketball and football games. Uh, uh, it was just kind of refreshing um, to take about two and a half days actually to watch those uh, two seasons of The Chosen and just see how God took those 12 guys and they were misfits. All of them needed some grace extended. I mean, Matthew, uh, the tax collector, oh, my goodness. Yeah, I didn't really appreciate what it was like. I mean, obviously, you think tax collector, and nobody likes paying taxes, right? <laughs> but uh, just to think that Jesus, especially back then, uh, chose a tax collector to be one of the 12 guys that he chose to change the world. And Matthew wrote you know, one of the greatest books in the Bible, um, you know, just chronic, just wrote Jesus's life and what he saw, and uh, just really, really powerful. I want to encourage you to check that out. The chosen uh, Hebrews chapter four verse sixteen says, "Let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. There we will receive His mercy, and we will find grace to help us when we need it most." Oh, I love that verse. One of my favorites. Uh, posted that in a one-minute cup of hope that I did recently. And the next day, uh, a friend of mine, he texted me, said, man, that verse helped me so much uh, five and a half years ago when my 16-year-old son totally unexpectedly ended his life by suicide. And that was the verse where I just came to God on my knees. Uh, said, God, I'm coming boldly to your throne you said you're a gracious God and that you're going to help me receive mercy and you're going to find grace to help me in my family when we need it most. And that was definitely a moment that he needed it with the unexpected loss of his 16-year-old son. And so, friends, God's word is here to help us. It's here to give us hope. It's here to give us strength in our time of needs. And I want to encourage you to come boldly to the throne of your gracious God. I'm so glad that the details that says not just come boldly to the throne of God, but our gracious God. He wants to extend grace to you, friends. And if you're waiting to go to him when you perfect and got it all together, that's never going to happen this side of heaven, right? I mean, none of us have it all together. That's part of living in a fallen earth. And uh, this side of heaven, we won't. But I'm thankful that God loves us right where we're at, not where we could be, not where we should be or even where we thought we would be at this season of life. But he loves you, and he loves me exactly where we are. Now, don't get me wrong. He loves us too much to let us stay if we're in messes and if we're doing things in our life that are not God-honoring. And the Bible says God disciplines those he loves. Once again, he loves you. But understand that maybe because of a mistake or you're just not where you thought you'd be doesn't mean that God loves you less. But I want to remind you, the reason we have grace, heard a pastor say this over 20 years ago, I've never forgotten it. Grace, the acronym GRACE, G-R-A-C-E, is God's riches at Christ's expense. We'll say that one more time. Grace is God's riches at Christ's expense. 
Jesus paid it all, friends. We can't earn that grace. And we don't get it for perfect behaviors. I was just talking about a minute ago. But we have access to God, the one that created the universe, the very one that gave you breath this morning. But amazingly, in his love, we have that because of Jesus Christ giving up his one only life that we're getting ready to celebrate here in just a few weeks on Easter, April 9th. Psalm 121, verses 1 through 3 says, I look up to the mountains. Does my help come from there? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not let you stumble. The one who watches over you will not slumber. You know, unfortunately, I've let family, I've let friends down. Being a pastor, oh, man, I hate when I drop the ball. And I try my best not to, but I let people down. Um, but I'm so thankful that God, he doesn't slumber. He's watching over and He doesn't slumber. He does not let you down. He is with you, and he wants to help you. In Philippians chapter 4, verse 13 says, Chapter 4, verse 13 says, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Friends, that's talking about when you're going through a really, really tough season in life that God's saying, hey, I'm going to help you. That's not written just say, oh, he's going to help you with your, you know, that's all about your hopes and dreams and things. And don't get me wrong, God loves to help those too, help us achieve those. If we've done what Psalm 37, 4 says, delight yourself in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. But if we delight ourselves in the Lord, our desires become his desires. And so uh, I'm just so thankful that God says, but in this Philippians chapter 4, verse 13, it's when you're going through a tough time of life that I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. I'm so thankful it doesn't say I can do some things. It doesn't say I can do most things. It says I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. And maybe today that's where you're at. God's just saying, hey, I'm waiting for you to ask me. I'm waiting for you to put the other knee down. You kind of got one knee down, but if we're honest, you don't have both knees down. And I want you to just really, truly surrender this situation that's so painful to you right now. Charles Spurgeon said, Grow in the root of grace, which is faith. Believe God's promises more firmly than ever. Allow your faith to increase in its fullness, firmness, and simplicity. You know, talked about that uh, last week, I believe, one of the programs last Monday, actually, about, you know, God just, for some of us, uh, he wants us to help become more like Christ and things. But the main thing we got to do is we got to simplify. And, man, I know that really rang in my bell that uh, uh, just a lot of stuff going on. I need to simplify my life a little bit. Maybe that's a word for somebody else today, too. And also through that great quote there by Charles Spurgeon. Ernest Hemingway said, courage is grace under pressure. Courage is grace under pressure. What a powerful quote that is. Chuck Swindoll, one of my favorite pastors, uh, loved to hear him preach on in the mornings from 7.30 to 8 when I'm on my way to meetings. Uh, so often I get to catch him, read several of his books that he's written on Joseph and David. Uh, Chuck Swindoll had a great quote. He says, grace releases and affirms. It doesn't smother. Grace values the dignity of individuals. It doesn't destroy. Grace supports and it encourages Grace isn't jealous or suspicious. That's so, so good. So maybe that's today is a word you need to hear, that grace releases and affirms. It doesn't smother. Grace values the dignity of individuals. It doesn't destroy. Grace supports and encourages. Grace isn't jealous or suspicious. 
especially that last part there, friends, by Chuck Swindoll. Grace isn't jealous or suspicious. I believe that somebody watching on our YouTube channel or listening today uh, needed to hear that. We all know that great song by John Newton, Amazing Grace. And that one line in it says, Through many dangers, toils, and snares, I have already come. Tis grace has brought me safe thus far, and grace will lead me home. Oh, friends, I'm so thankful for God's grace. I want to encourage you to give today to God. If you're listening here early in the morning, I know a lot of people listen to the podcast. Uh, It comes out early in the morning, I think around 1 a.m. It's usually released each day. Then, of course, it's on the radio at 8.15 a.m. on our YouTube channel. But I want to close the day with Isaiah chapter 40, verses uh, 28 through 31, one of my favorite passages in the Bible. Um, A lot of you may know it, but uh, just think it's a great way to uh, close out uh, these two days where we talk about, God, please give me some grace today. Isaiah chapter 40, verses 28 through 31 says, Do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. God will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary. And young men, sometimes they stumble and they fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Maybe it's a passage of the Bible that you need to read several times because you're just in a season where it's taking all you have just to put one foot in front of the other. But just know that those who hope in the Lord, they will renew their strength. Know that you are loved and that you are blessed today. My name's Greg Horn, and this is Hope Is Here. Thank you for listening to Hope Is Here podcast. To listen to one of our previous programs or to make a tax-deductible donation, please go to our website, hopeishere.today. That's hopeishere.today. CMI is your full-service human resources provider in Central Kentucky. For 15 years, CMI Human Resources has taken great pride in helping organizations and people work. Whether it's employee handbooks or help in filling a position, no job is too large or too small for CMI. Contact the professionals today at CMI Human Resources, 859-296-2800 or online at cmiconsulting.com.